I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 431 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an exciting father-son edition of First Class Fatherhood to bring you guys today. It is my first ever father-son interview on the podcast here. Former professional boxing champion Jason Papion joins me on the podcast along with his son, who recently turned pro boxer himself, Keon Papion. First class father Jason Papion's pro boxing career began back in 1992. He eventually went on to become the NABF super welterweight champion. He shared the ring with some of the best fighters in the 90s, including Bronco McCart and Winky Wright. Jason's son Keon is a five-time national champion and promising professional with a 1-0 record, looking to improve to 2-0 tomorrow night. It is so cool to have a few minutes with the fighting father-son team. Jason and Keon will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Jason and Keon Papillon was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the father and son and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and back on episode 414 of the podcast, I had my first father-daughter interview, which featured scholar Dinesh D'Souza, along with his daughter, Danielle D'Souza-Gill. That episode did very well with the downloads. I've received some tremendous feedback. I promised I would deliver a father-son episode, and today is the day. And if you guys are fans of the fight game, I highly recommend you flip it back to episode 315 and check out my interview with former undisputed heavyweight champion boxer James Buster Douglas. And on episode 293, boxer Kelly Pavlik joined me on the podcast. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace so you guys can check out all the upcoming guest announcements. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider hitting me with a rating or review. It goes a long way to help me out over there on iTunes or Spotify, wherever it is that you enjoy listening. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Jason and Keon Papion. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Bell Campo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Jason Papillon, along with his son, Keon Papillon. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. All right, let's let's just start it right, to, uh, right here. Could please just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay, I'm a retired professional boxer, former NABF Super Welterweight Champion, 
former WBU International Super Welterweight Champion, former USBS International Super Welterweight Champion, fought Winky Wright for the IBF World Title. I lost, uh, I got stopped, lost, and I was Roy Jones' sparring partner for like 10 years. <laughs> Wow. Keon, I'm sure you've heard all those uh, credentials once or twice there. Tell us a little bit about yourself here. Oh, man, I'm a recently turned professional fighter, 1-0. I feel like I'm making my debut all over again. Uh, a heavily accomplished amateur fighter. Well, I have, what, five national titles? Should have been six. Should have been more than that, but it's what it is. Yeah, very cool. We're going to get to your upcoming fight in just a second here. Uh, Jason, you don't have yes, to be sir. too accurate here, but about how old were you when you became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on oh, life? Oh, my. <laughs> uh, I was 26 years old. I was 26 years old and um, it, it changed my life a lot. You know, I mean, uh, it made me more responsible. You know, it, it, it taught me how to love kids more. When you're having your own, you know, and it just changed me just just trying to be the best father that I can to my kid. And, and Kia, what was it like for you uh, growing up with your dad as a professional fighter? And when did you decide that boxing or fighting was something that you wanted to do? Uh, well, he was always on the road a lot and fighting and out of town a lot. So, you know, it was kind of it was moving. It was it was kind of it was all right. But when I started, I mean, he tried to force me into it, and I never really liked it at first. And But I always would be in school and around everyone on the streets and all that, just fighting. But I never wanted to box. And when I made my mind to come back, it was I was 16. Yeah, wow. Very cool. And, you know, I wanted to get your opinion on this, Jason. You said you sparred with Roy Jones Jr. Obviously, we just had with Tyson Jones Jr. But on the undercard... Uh, you had the Paul versus Nate Robinson fight, which was kind of like more of a spectacle thing here. And Nate Robinson, a guy that's never thrown a professional punch in his life, got $500,000 for the fight. And wow. it seems that it seems kind of unfair to the professional fighters that are out there uh, doing this for a living. So what, what kind of uh, what was your opinion on, on seeing like a, a Jake Paul, Nate Robinson type of fight on, on what was a pretty decent sized card? Well, I mean, I didn't know they got paid that much. I mean, that's that's a disgrace, you know. I mean, I I boxed for 18 years and never came close to a payday like that. And then you have Jake Paul and Nate Robinson who who have never stepped in a ring before. His first fight, he makes five hundred thousand. They could have called me. I would have fight Jake Paul. I would have I would have fight both of them on the same night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I thought that was kind of um, an insult to a lot of the professional fighters. Just the way that it was handled, they kind of made it more of a more of a gimmick thing than a professional uh, uh, sporting event that we all love. So, Keon, what was your thoughts on? It? I mean, you watched it. I mean, well, I mean, it seems like the the ideal fight instead of going for all the titles and all the stuff would be a fight against a guy like Jake Paul, who's not even a boxer. What did you think of that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not really. I didn't. I wasn't worried about the money. It was just I'm more worried about the exposure. Like, why did they get that type of exposure? And they'd never been in a ring before, amateur or anything. So, I mean, like, why would you even put them on that type of card? But they got people from kids fighting all the way till they grown, and they don't even get that type of exposure. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little bit of a disservice here. Uh, and, Jason, what is it like for you now? You've been doing this your entire life. What is it like for you as a dad to watch your son get in the ring now at the professional level and, and fight? What is it like for you as a dad to see that? 
Well, it's it's like living all over again through boxing. I'm gonna go cut the the fire fire off on the pot. It's like living all over again. You know, I mean, I get to watch my son probably accomplish something that I haven't. I didn't have a chance to do. Well, I mean, not have a chance, but I didn't accomplish. You know, I can I get a chance to see him fight for a world title and possibly win it. You know, and I just just watching him grow up into a, a, a man, you know, a man, a, a man, a boxer that that wants to be the best. You know, and I love it. Yeah. Well said, Jason. And, and Keon, what is I know as a son, we always try to, you know, we always try to impress our fathers. We try to live up uh, to our dads. What is it like for you um, to be in there fighting and having your dad looking on at you? I mean, it's, it's big and all, but. We we have our own like I have my own goals and like and what I want is far like far surpassing what he wanted. So I mean, but it's great to have him there. Like a lot of people don't have that and I really don't see nobody else being my coach around here for that. So Yeah, good stuff. And then drawing it back into you as a father there, Jason. What what type now what type of disciplinarian were you as a dad with Keon growing up? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Oh, it definitely was. I mean, it's 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 sort of different in a way because when I was brought up, the way I was brought up, I mean, it was it was strict. You know, I had a dad. You know, my dad was real tough on us. You know, and we couldn't get away with nothing. And my my mom was right there. She she backed my dad up. You know, and and it was great. You know, I mean, it was great the way they raised us because it made us. Me and my brother, the men that we are today, the loving father, the great husband that looks out for their family, you know, and I, we credit that to my dad and my mom for raising us. And and the same with my son, you know, I tell him all the time, you know, son, you, you got it good. You and your sister have it good compared to the way me and my sister and brother had it. You know, my kids, they get away with a little more than... My, 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 me and my siblings could have, you know, it's, it's, it's a big difference now, you know, and, you know, they need to cherish that moment because, you know, that time with their parents and the way they're being raised, because it's, it's a big difference now than the way we used to have, you know, we, we need, we parents today need to go back to the way our parents raised us. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more there, Jason. I'm from that same type of schooling that I had from my my dad. I have four kids myself, and I definitely find myself uh, a lot different in my discipline style. And I think a lot of that has been from this way that society has put pressure on us, this fact as the way that we handle our kids is being judged differently than it used to be. And I think, right. I mean, I, I talk about on my show all the time, we, we have a fatherless crisis going on in our country. we got too many kids are growing up without a father without. figure in their life, and that's causing devastation results on our society, especially uh, when, you know, I grew up with that, you know, just wait till your father comes home type of deal. And that was enough right. to really set me straight. And I think when we when we see that missing, we see a lot of problems in the community. I definitely agree. I, I agree 100 percent on that. You know, we fathers need to go back to the old way. You know, it would it would it would have we would have less crimes. We'd have less less a lot of things going on in life. It's just it's the way you're being raised, you know, and yeah. let kids get away with too much now. I, I agree. And Keon, what would you say were the, were the top values that your dad has tried to instill in you as you were growing up?
top what? I, I didn't hear that. What would you say are the top values that your dad was trying to instill in you growing up? I had to be never to disrespect your elders, treat everyone the way you want to be treated, and always carry yourself like a good person. Yeah, very good. And, uh, you, you know, I, I know you have the fight coming up here now against Caleb Webb. Uh, I know it's been a long layoff here since uh, the coronavirus and all that stuff. How has the coronavirus and this entire thing impacted your training schedule, routine, scheduling fights? And what is it going to be like for you to finally get back in the ring again here? Uh, man, at first, the virus, it kind of, like, I was still trying to train through everything. Though my dad wanted to shut everything down, but I was still trying to train through everything and took me and it finally well the virus finally put me out the gym for like about at least two and a half weeks and well but everything since then has been going smoothly like i've been going like everything is back to normal mostly but i don't know how a layoff will really affect me because you know it's just like only at one pro fight so i mean we're in for it <laughs> we're finna find out i guess yeah, we're all in kind of uncharted waters here when it comes to this. And, and Jason, I mean, you fought at a time period that I loved uh, watching during boxing. You mentioned Ricky right there. There were so many good fighters at the time, Felix Trinidad, Pernell Whitaker, and all these guys that really made the sport uh, so awesome to watch. And it just seems right. like uh, boxing has slipped off the, the, the radar a little bit. you got the UFC that's been overshadowing it a lot. Um, what do you think needs to happen here, Jason, to put boxing back on the primetime map here and make it the prolific sport that it always was? Well, I I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's 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 too much money now. You know, nowadays it's it's champions fighting to see who's gonna bring them the most money. See, when I was fighting, we wasn't we weren't thinking about the money. We was competing to see who was the best. Oh, you think you can beat me? No, I can beat you. Then we fight. We wasn't looking to see who's going to bring me a million dollars, two million dollars. No, I think that that takes away from it, too. And then see, going back to the MMA, it's like they don't care. You know, you get in there and you see blood. You know, that's why it's, it's, it's taking over. And then it, it surpassed boxing because of the action in the ring. See, in the boxing, the action is not there because the. The the good good fighters are not fighting the good fighters that are on top. You know, it, they're fighting the guys that, oh, man, he's going to bring me the most money. I want to fight him, even though he done lost two or three fights. But his name, he, they're fighting the name instead of fighting the competition. Yeah, yeah, right on there. And I, I think uh, we, we see that, like we mentioned there, that like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, these guys are not great fighters, but they're no. great at advertising themselves. Exactly. They're great right. marketers. They're brilliant at marketing themselves and, and be able to sell themselves. And it seems like that's and even the UFC, Dana White. I've had Dana White on the podcast here. And the guy is just great at marketing his product. Right. I think he's done it so much better than boxing has. Exactly. Um, that's true. Get, Keon, a big part of this game that wasn't around for your father here, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all these things, you got to be on there in order to be trying to promote yourself. How much of that are you trying to get involved in building up your name and a brand for yourself that goes along with the tool sets that you have in the ring? Uh, I mean, I've never really been big on posting my things because, you know, I, I tend to let other people talk and post from me, which they have me doing, but. I'm learning eventually, like, I'm going to have to. Like, I know I'm going to have to eventually. but So I'm really starting to consider things to post. But, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm working my way into it. 
yeah, it seems almost like today, instead of having a good corner man and a cut man, you also need a good social media man, like, in the yeah. corner there to be taking the videos and to do all this stuff. It's insane what's happened here right. with this. Um, Jason, all right. Well, you've obviously had a, you had a successful boxing career here. You're training with your son now. What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? For myself, well, I have a um, I have an I established a nonprofit organization called JAF, which is Journey to the Adulthood, to where we 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 take kids in and 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 mentor them and and show them boxing. I do also have Papillon's Boxing Club. To where we teach discipline and 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 the 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 skills of boxing to defend yourself and just to have an advantage in life, you know. And that's that's what we that's what myself and my partner Chris Ozine, that's what we're trying to do. And and also, you know, I mean, we 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 take these guys, some of the some of the amateur boxers, and we we take them to compete. You know, the national tournaments, man, like as I did with my son and a couple of other fighters. We just we just trying to give these young kids the opportunities that we had. You know, and that that's the most important thing, man, is giving these kids a view of something they can become. And then they strive to become that. Yeah, that's awesome, Jason. So, so many of the guys do do that and give back. I've had Buster Douglas on here. He's doing that similarly. I've had Teddy right. Atlas on the show. Teddy Atlas is always involved with the kids in the community. So I love to see that, always giving back and helping to bring the next crew up. Uh, right. Keon, what about for yourself here? Obviously, you got the fight coming up now. Uh, what are your goals? What are your plans here for the future for yourself? Where do you see your boxing career going five years, ten years down the line here? Five years, I, I want to be a world champion, but that's – and nowadays, that's that's too small, man. I, I'm looking to be a multi-divisional world champion, move all the way up to heavyweight, win a world title there. Just call it a successful career, be undefeated, and just be one of the pound-for-pound greats, a Hall of Famer. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, love the vision there. All right. Uh, Jason, I'm going to wrap this up here. I usually, I, I love to ask, uh, last thing I'm going to hit you with, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast here, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Just be there for your kids. Be there for your kids, man. Listen to them and just take time out with them. Let them know how much you love them, how much you care, how much you want to see them succeed. You got to be there for the kids, man. You You can't let them go astray and get caught up on the outside keep it in the inside home and become the best dad you know yeah very well said this has been an honor for me i gotta say jason papillon you're a first class father all the way keon thank you so much for giving me a few thank minutes you. of your time here best of luck with the fight career and thank you for giving thanks. me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood thank you mr alex it's great having us thank you again thanks mr alex Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Jason Papion and his son Keon for giving me a few minutes of their time. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Best of luck to Keon on his fight tomorrow night. Make sure you guys lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace. Only a couple more episodes left in the year of 2020 here. Find out who they will be on my Instagram account. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.